You're listening to the A Plus Robot Student, where we talk about money, emotions, health, entrepreneurship, etc. I'm your host, Sophia, and I welcome you to this new episode. Hi guys, and welcome to the third and final part of the 7 Universal Laws of the Universe. In the previous episodes, we learned that because of the mentalism law, we create our own reality with our mind. We know now that we live in a world of dualities, the inner world and the outer world, and that inside our inner world, meaning the metaphysical world, there is an infinite field of variables and of possible futures. Our thoughts are the ones that decide which variable manifests itself in the physical world, meaning the outer world. Now, emotions are the ones in charge of giving life to that variable. We also know, thanks to the vibrational principle, that everything is composed of energy and that everything has a vibration. Your brain emits a certain vibration that has attracted and attracts anything that matches your vibrational frequency. And finally, we learn about the principle of rhythm, which tells us that the reality we want to see manifested in the physical world happens as long as we do not destabilize the balance and the pendulum remains stable. So let's continue with the principle of cause and effect. And there's this quote that says, Sow a thought and you will reap an act. Sow an act and you will reap a habit. Sow a habit and you will reap a character. Sow a character and you will reap a destiny. Our brain is an engine that generates thoughts. Thoughts that emit a vibration affecting everything around us. And we already know, thanks to the law of rhythm, that this vibration attracts towards us everything that vibrates in the same frequency. Now I have a question for you. Do you believe that lack exists? Does lack really exist? Or is it all a product of the way we think, feel, and speak? The law of cause and effect tells us how everything we do, think, and feel has an effect on our life and our future. We attract to us those things that have the same vibrational frequency as our own. And this vibrational frequency is determined by our dominant thoughts, which are influenced by our beliefs. It all starts with us in our mind. So, is there really a law of chance, or rather a law of casualty? As Buddha said, if you want to know your past, then look at your present, which is the result. If you want to know your future, then look at your present, which is the cause. Every cause is an action, and actions are a bridge between the visible and the invisible. Action is a bridge between beliefs, thoughts, words, which are the invisible, 
and our results, which are the visible part. It is a bridge between what is in our mind and the physical world. Did you know that there is a formula for manifestation? There are a couple of steps that we need to go through for something to manifest in our life. The first step is beliefs. Then we have words, thoughts, emotions, actions, and results. But why does it follow this order? Well, our beliefs determine what we say. Our words determine what we think. And these determine the emotional state we have, meaning our emotions. This can be positive or negative. Now, our emotions, what we feel, determines our actions. And what we do or don't do determines our results. Beliefs, words, thoughts, emotions, actions, and results. Now, we learned in the previous episode that everything is first gestated in the metaphysical world, that is, the mental, spiritual, or intangible plane. Thinking about our objectives and goals often is an action. And it's an action that brings us one step closer to seeing everything we desire manifested in the physical world. Actions generate energy. And as you know, everything is made up of energy. Everything is made up of atoms that have around them vortices of energy that link them to other atoms. Therefore, the more actions you perform, the closer you will be to your dreams. Now, I want to talk to you about the main task of the brain. Did you know that our brain is trained to see evil? But why? Well, because the main task of the brain is survival. Millions of years ago, when our ancestors lived in the jungle, the task of their brain was to detect danger. Their life depended on it. This task is still active in the brain, and that's why we tend to focus more on the negative and the bad things. Our brain is literally a detector that filters the world around us in search of anything that might be a danger to us. In fact, it is trained to see the worst in every situation. So what is it that prevents us from achieving our dreams? In fact, you know the answer, because the biggest force that will prevent you from taking action and achieving your dreams is fear. Fear is a feeling that paralyzes the brain and prevents it from acting. Remember that our mind is a scanner that filters the world around us, looking for things that can endanger our survival. When our brain finds something unknown or dangerous, it goes into a state of alert and activates the state of survival, meaning fear. One important thing you should know about the human brain is that it is the greatest soap opera scriptwriter in history. It is literally a drama queen. Our brain's mission is to protect us and keep us within the comfort zone. 
that is to say, that warm and familiar zone in which we live. In this zone, the brain feels safe because it knows for sure that there is nothing nearby that can put us in danger. Now, do not fool yourself or let your brain lie to you. Just because your comfort zone is safe and known doesn't mean it's good for you. Did you know that our brain is able to feel safe even in misfortunes? Because what matters is not what is good for us, but what is known. Our mind will do everything it can to keep us in our comfort zone. It will invent and try to convince you with all the necessary arguments that you are fine where you are, that you don't need to leave your comfort zone. I'm sure that we have experienced this more than once in our life. And is that everything we try something new or start a new project, it tells us, what if I don't succeed? What if I lose my money? What if I make a fool of myself? What if people laugh at me? What if I fail? In fact, our mind's favorite word is the what if. But fear is a creative energy, just like love. The only difference is that fear only brings negative things into our life. Love or fear polarizes our thoughts and our vibrations depending on them and consequently what we attract to ourselves. So what cause are you choosing? What kind of energy do you want to create your future with? What path are you choosing? And last but not least, the principle of generation. And this principle tells us that Nothing can exist without the principle of generation, meaning without its father or mother. In order for you to create your reality, there must be something that creates it. And that something is love and intelligence. Intelligence is our mind, our thoughts. Love is our soul, our emotions, our feelings. Only when our mind and our soul are in agreement, our reality is created and manifested. So we have learned before that you decide with your mind. But what makes those thoughts manifest on the physical plane is the soul. Why? Well, our mind emits thoughts. Those thoughts emit emotions. And those emotions lead you to action. Once we train our mind to stay in the positive pole and emit thoughts that vibrate and decree what we want instead of what we don't want, we only need our soul to agree to be in tune with what the mind wants. I'll say it again. Remember that if the mind and the soul are not in synchrony, what you want will not manifest in your life. Manifestation and the art of creating our own reality is a mechanism that consists of two parts, the mind and the soul. With the mind, we think and decide what we want. When we often visualize what we want, 
we are making our souls get used to it. And when what we desire is in the comfort zone of our soul, then it manifests from the spiritual world to the material world. So, another important thing to know when creating with our mind the reality of our dreams is that it's not enough to think and visualize what we want. We have to become what we want. Most people have something and act according to it. For example, a person with money acts as a rich person and then he's rich. But the order is completely the other way around. First, you must act like a rich person and be a rich person. By this, you will attract all kinds of riches into your life. Remember that you become what you think. Wealth, success, health, love, they all come to you by the kind of person you become. Quantum physics tells us that all possibilities already exist in the universe. In the world of possibilities, there are already all the variants in it. There is a rich self, a triumphant self, a successful self, an abundant self, a poor self, a frustrated self. The work of our mind and our thoughts is to choose one of the variants. But what will make them manifest in the physical world are the emotions. Our task is to isolate one of the variants, one of the possibilities with our mind, and bring them to life through emotion. Love and fear are the two primary emotions, the two creative energies. That is why when we fear something, we manifest it. And when we love it, we manifest it too. So going back to the key part of manifesting, which is not just thinking about what we want, but becoming what we want. Once you have chosen the variant you want and you have brought it to life with the emotion, for the rest of the day, you should act as if it has already manifested in your life. For you to understand the importance of this step, I will give you an example. There are people who ask for money in their life. They visualize themselves with more money, but then they go out in the street and talk about crisis, poverty, that they don't have money. In this case, the mind and soul are not in tune, and therefore their desire will not manifest. You have to live it as if it were real, as if you already had it, and only then you will have it. Only then will you see what you desire manifested in your life. Now that we have learned about the seven universal laws of the universe and how they affect our life, you might be asking yourself, how can I use them to live the life of my dreams. Well, applying all the principles, it will be something like this. The principle of mentalism chooses a goal and selects one of the variables of the metaphysical world. 
And this second part is a principle of correspondence. Then you have to polarize it by means of an emotion, love especially. When you unite thought and emotion, which are the principle of mentalism and correspondence, you begin to emit a vibration through the heart. In this case, you are generating a cause that brings back its effect to produce a new generation, a new reality, and a new result. All of this will be fulfilled as long as you do not destabilize the balance and the pendulum remains stable, which is the principle of rhythm. I hope that this episode provided you with a ton of value and thank you so, so much for investing your time and listening to it. You can find me on Instagram by the A plus dropout student or 3wsofiasuccess.com where I am open to any topic, idea or reflection that you may want to discuss. In my web, I also have a blog where I weekly post articles about topics similar to the one we talk in the podcast. So go ahead and check it out if you're interested. Now, before we say goodbye until next week, I want to ask you something. What are you doing today to bring you a step closer to your dream reality?